Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us today on Connecting with the Angels. I'm your host, Christine Stolzenberg. I'm an angel therapy practitioner and a certified aromatherapist. Today's Saturday, June 17th, and we are very happy to have all of you on the show today as we discuss a little bit about grace with Archangel Haniel. Archangel Haniel, for those of you who are not familiar with him, is the grace of God. That is what his name means. And we would call upon Haniel whenever we wanted to add just a little bit more grace or peace or harmony into our lives. Some people also call upon Haniel, which is very, very appropriate. Sometimes when there's an event in which you desire to be just a little more graceful in, such as maybe a large presentation that you're doing for the first time, maybe it's the first time you're speaking in front of a large audience, or if you're being interviewed for a job, anytime you just need just that that little bit of, of extra grace to walk with you, that's when you're going to call upon Archangel Haniel. Now, where we run into a little bit of a struggle is where do we need grace in our lives? And I think too many of us go through life on a daily basis and we don't necessarily... put our best foot forward when it comes to having grace with other people. And grace can be very hard to understand and to kind of portray to others. So what I'm going to do for this episode to help us walk down that path a little bit and maybe give you some deeper insight into where you can put a little more grace in your everyday life is by taking us through a brief little journey through Genesis in the Bible. We're not going to walk through the whole book of Genesis. We're just going to take a short little excerpt out of there, which demonstrates grace incredibly beautifully by Joseph. Now, before we do that, I want everybody to get very relaxed and kind of settled in, clear everything out from your mind so that you can just kind of absorb everything that we're going to talk about today. So let's take a few nice, deep, cleansing breaths. Deep in through your nose. Exhale nice and deeply through your mouth. 
Joseph was only 17 years old at this time when his brothers kind of turned on him for some things that they they didn't like. They felt that their father was showing and taking favoritism towards Joseph, and that wasn't sitting well with them. So the brothers took Joseph to the Ishmaelites in Egypt, and they sold him. They sold him as a slave, and he was purchased And he was put to work in the home, one of the predominant Egyptian citizens, Potiphar. Potiphar worked for the king of Egypt, Pharaoh. And this working arrangement seemed to work very, very well. Uh, Potiphar was very happy with what Joseph was doing in his home, and he eventually kind of turned over the whole entire household uh, to Joseph. During that time, Joseph's wife was making advances towards Joseph, and Joseph was having nothing to do with it. She was continuing, and he was not not caving in. And finally, um, Potiphar's wife went to Potiphar and turned the whole story around, and said that Joseph was making advances to her, and then Joseph was put back in prison again. And after some time in prison, he was then removed from prison and placed with Pharaoh. And he became pretty much the second in charge of Egypt, if you will. And he was recognized and he was bowed down to as he went through the streets of Egypt, anybody he ran into, anybody he met, he was treated as the royalty that uh, he was was given. Then the famines came. And word got back to Jacob and Jacob's family that there was grain in Egypt. So Jacob sent his brother, his sons, Joseph's brothers, to Egypt to get some of this grain so that they wouldn't starve. 
Joseph was in charge of the distribution of the grain. And when he saw his brothers walk up to get their grain, he immediately recognized them. They didn't recognize him. And why would they? He was not the same Joseph that they knew many years ago. He was speaking the Egyptian language. He was dressed in all of the Egyptian garb. So when the brothers came up and approached, Joseph requested that the room be cleared and that he be left alone with these men. Once the room was cleared, he reached out to the men and said, I am Joseph. I am your brother. Of course, you can, you can imagine they were, they were a, little, a little shocked at this and uh, they were a little afraid, if you will, because the first thing, as you can imagine, that came to their minds was Joseph with all this power and thinking back on what they had done to him, and now we're coming to him because we need him. We need the grain. We need to be able to feed our families. How is he going to treat us? Is he going to kill us? Is he going to have us killed? Well, for those of you who know the rest of the story, this is not what happened at all. Joseph displayed an immense amount of grace on his brothers. He told his brothers, I feel no ill will for you. Although you did what you did with evil intent, it was God's intent to put me where he put me, to have me go through what he had me go through with being imprisoned twice. And he was so rewarded for what he had to go through in the position that he was currently in. But the brothers were still very, very reluctant to believe that nothing bad was going to happen to them. They could hardly understand how Joseph could still be so kind to them, still want to give them grain for their family so that their family would be able to live and survive and that their children would be able to eat. This was very hard. It it took them quite quite a long time to come to to terms with that. And I think we can take that little bit of story and that huge amount of grace that Joseph showed to his brothers and bring that into our world each and every day. If we sit back and we think about the many, many times that we have possibly hurt someone or done something bad or inappropriate and how that other person has reacted, I think, unfortunately, it's fairly common practice in our society these days to want to lash out at those who have hurt you or who have wronged you or have done something to you or to a friend or to a family member that was unkind or or mean in your eyes. 
And I think that is our societal norm these days. And we have gone so far on the other side of the pendulum swing from this grace that Joseph showed to his brothers. And we need to swing that pendulum back the other way. And it's not easy. I'm, I'm not, not saying it's easy. I've, I've done it many times. Um, still, still do. No, nobody's going to be, nobody's going to be perfect in the grace department. That's why we have to work on it so diligently each and every day. Nobody expects that unconditional forgiveness. And we have a hard time giving that unconditional forgiveness. But we need to work on it. And that's where Haniel can come into play. When something has happened, we all have that knee-jerk reaction of how we want to respond to that. If someone has spoken to us unkindly, if someone has treated us unkindly, for whatever reason, our natural instincts seem to be, I want them to feel as much pain as I just felt. So we feel like we're the ones that have to do that. And, and we're not. That's the first step. It is not our place to make that person pay for what they did. That's God's job. Let's leave that to him. He takes care of that. What we need to do is we need to show grace to that person. We need to be able to forgive them for either what they said or what they did. And we need to not hold those things against them. We need to still continue to treat them with the same love and honor and peace that we did prior to that inappropriate act that they did. There aren't many of us out there that can do this on a consistent basis. And I really, truly feel if we can all work on that every single day to just show grace and show kindness and love, even if someone has been unkind to us, it will help foster that feeling of love and peace. And it will also help teach grace to others. Our society these days is one of much discontent. Uh, There are many things going on in our communities, within our families, within our worlds. Things are very tense. Things are very stressful. And a lot of times this causes people to do and say things that they may not normally do. And even if someone did something that was very obviously malicious and intentional and wasn't just an accidental hurting of your feelings or being unkind, because sometimes I think as humans we're able to discern the difference between "Mm, that's kind of out of character for that person. So, I'm just going to kind of put that to the side and and things will be okay versus 
what they just did or said was very well thought out and intentional and hurtful. And I can't get over it. And I don't want to get over it. And they hurt me very badly. And now I need to find a way to make them hurt just as bad. Those are the situations where we need to take a breath, step away from the situation, and call on all of our angels, and especially Archangel Haniel, and ask him to help you and to give you the grace that you need to move forward with the situation, to not act out in just as inappropriate a manner as that person treated you. Take some thought. It takes some stepping back. But it's, it's very, very important. There have been so many wonderful lifelong relationships that have friendships that have been destroyed because there was a lack of grace. Nobody, either side, was able to look with a graceful eye at the behavior that was just portrayed and still remain friends, still remain best friends still remain good co-workers wherever that situation arose. And I truly think that this is, this is a root cultural problem that we have right now. And if we could just practice that each and every day of our lives and take a little bit of time to show a little more grace with everybody that we come in contact with, whether it be the store clerk at the store who was maybe unkind or rude to you that you may never run into again. Just treat them with kindness and grace. God would want us to do that. And when we look back in the Bible, Joseph was able to do that after everything that was done to him by his brothers that caused him so much pain and anguish caused him to be imprisoned twice. And at the end, Joseph was the man in power. He had all the power. He had all the control. And yet with all that power and control, he was still able and willing to show grace to his brothers who had so wronged him many years ago. He was able to put that aside and say, although you were evil, although you were wrong, God allowed the situation to happen because God had a different plan for me. And that's the other thing that we need to remember. When something happens to us, whether it's caused by someone else or it's just an event that happens, it's happening because God has a plan for us. And although we may not know that day, that week, that month, or even that year, why that particular situation happened, eventually we will, if we can always take that time in our lives to 
reflect over the changes in our life, the new things that are happening, the new opportunities, and to look at kind of the chain of events that led up to that. And usually it'll come back to something unpleasant that happened at the time, but that needed to happen, or you would have never gotten to this beautiful, wonderful place that you are at when you take that reflective trip back. And, and, and that's, a, that's a hard one. That's a hard one to do. Because we, again, are in a society where we want instant answers. We are in a very, very high-paced, instant gratification society. And something goes wrong, we want to know why. Why why did this happen? What's going to happen next? And we we tend to worry about why things happen. Why did I lose my job? Why did that friend of 20 years all of a sudden stop talking to me? Those are the times when we have to we have to we have to dig deep and we have to take some time to meditate and reflect and bring Archangel Michael in so he can help you with those fears, those worries. You can take that portion of it away and then reach out to Archangel Haniel for the grace to get you through that particular situation so that you don't cause anybody grief or harm because of your sadness or your anger. It's not not an easy path to go down, but our world would be such a better place. There would be so much more peace and so much more tranquility in everybody's lives if everybody just practiced a little more grace Every single day. Well, I would like to thank all of you for joining us today on Connecting with the Angels. Again, my name is Christine Stalsenberg. I've been your host, and I have thoroughly enjoyed this walk down the graceful lane with Archangel Haniel and our short little Reader's Digest version of Genesis 39 and talking about Joseph's bout with grace, which he handled much better than I think most of us probably would. Next week, we will be back with you, and we are going to explore Archangel Metatron. And Archangel Metatron is one of only two angels who actually walked on earth as man. Um, Archangel Metatron was the prophet Enoch, and Archangel Metatron works very, very closely with Mother Mary in helping children, both both living children and children who have crossed over. So I hope you all will join us next week when we explore Archangel Metatron. And again, I would like to thank each and every one of you for Joining in today, you can find us on Facebook under Angelic Energy, Mind, Body, Spirit. We are always posting lots of good things about our archangels and about aromatherapy and other wonderful things that help support you mind, body, and spirit-wise. 
So until we meet again next Saturday, blessings to you all.